0: This is today's word. This is today's word. This is the Today's Word podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena and I bring you today's word for July 23rd, 2018. It's a Monday morning. I love setting the tone for the whole week. On a monday morning we could tell this week what type of week is going to be we could set the tone by releasing the power of god releasing our faith to walk with god to to become the men the women that god has called us to be and to leave a mark in this world this week That will not easily be erased. So we've been teaching a series entitled Expecting the Word to Work. Where you're going to the Word of God, you're receiving a word from God, and you expect that that word is going to work in your life. That God gives you a word and you believe what he said. Numbers 23, 19 says that God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he will make it good. His word is good with me. His word is established forever. So we are expecting his word to work in our lives. This is part 26 of the series. I'm calling it trusting God over money. We've gotten to the point in the parable. We've been studying the parable of the sower for a while. We've gotten to the point in the parable where Jesus is dealing with the word and dealing with money. And as a believer, you got to You got to get to the point where you where you trust God over money, where you have a right relationship with money, because if your relationship is not right with money. It is going to impact every area of your life, and it will stifle the supernatural from operating. That's what we'll learn today. So let's go back to the parable. Jesus said this is the third type of soil. There's four types of soil. The third type was thorny ground or thorny weeds. This is what he said. Others are like seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. Now, these people, they hear the teaching, but their lives become full of other things, three categories of other things. What are the other things, Jesus? Well, the cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want. And so he says that when people allow their hearts and their lives to be full of other things, like the kids of this world, the love of money and everything else they want, then the word of God does not produce in their lives. The word had the power to produce, but the word sown in the heart does not produce because these other things grow up. They're like weeds that choke out the word. And so now you're missing out on an opportunity for the word of God to produce in your life because your heart is full of other things. And one of those other things is the love of money. So uh, the King James calls the, the love of money. The deceitfulness of riches And we dealt with that on Friday When you're pursuing money Instead of pursuing God You you wake up one morning And you find out You realize That that pursuit Is deceitful Because it seems like Money has the answer To what you want And you're chasing after it One of two things happen Either you spend your whole life Chasing it And you never get it And so now you were deceived Or You chase money You spend all this time to get it And then you get it and then even worse, you realize that now you have the money, but you don't have the happiness. You have the money, but you don't have you, you don't feel like what you thought you was going to feel like. And then these people kind of delve into depression. Uh, they have to battle thoughts of suicide and all types of things. Why? Because that they had a wrong relationship with money. Well, you, gotta have, you have to have a right relationship with money to really operate in the supernatural. And this is something I thought about today. So in Matthew chapter 10, this is what Jesus said when he sent out the disciples. So it, from Matthew if you read the, the chapters leading up to chapter 10, Jesus is the one performing all the miracles. So he's causing the blind to see, the lame to walk, the dumb to speak, the dead to rise. And so all of these people are following Jesus because of the miracles. In Matthew chapter 10, he sent them out. And he says, now you guys are going to go perform miracles. So this is what he said to them. Now, when you go, I want you to go specifically, just like I've been assigned to the Jews. I want you to go to the Jews. And when you go, I'm telling you what to say, just like the father tells me what to say. I'm telling you what to say. This is what you preach. You preach the same thing that I preach. The kingdom of God is at hand. So he says, now, when you go out, you preach the kingdom of God is at hand. And then he said this. He said, now, as you go, you go. You've been watching me do it. You go heal the sick, raise the dead, heal lepers. Cast demons out of people. Now, if somebody has leprosy, I want you to lay hands on them and heal them. Somebody's full of demons. I want you to cast out the demons. I want you to heal the sick. I want you to raise the dead. I want you to do all of this. Now, you can't do it. You don't have the power to do it. But watch this. Freely you will receive. So freely you give. The power of God comes to you so that the power of God can flow through you. But then here comes the key. This is the connection to the passage that we've been studying then jesus said after he said all of that but you can't take no money with you he says no you cannot carry any money with you no gold no silver no copper don't carry a bag take only the clothes on your back and the sandals on your feet because why a servant will be given what he needs as you go as a servant as you go all your provision is already established and as you go doing what God tells you to do, everything you need will be given to you. As you go, listen to me, everything will, you need will be given to you. As you go do uh, what God has called you to do, everything you need will be given to you. What was Jesus saying? Jesus was saying, You got to trust me. You got to trust God, especially to operate in the supernatural. So, what does this mean to you today on this Monday morning? I have seven things on oh, this Monday morning. Let me try to get through these seven. You ready? Open up your heart now to receive. Number one, when Jesus sent the disciples out to do ministry, supernatural, he forbid them from taking any money. And he did this for a very important reason. Jesus wanted their total trust, their total confidence to be in God and not in money. See, many people put far too much confidence in money. And if your confidence is in something natural, then your faith will not be there for the supernatural. Let me say that again. If your confidence is in something natural to this world, then your faith is not going to be there for the supernatural. So Jesus wanted them to release their faith for supernatural provision. So if they couldn't believe God for food, if they couldn't believe God for shelter, then no, they were not gonna be able to believe God to cast out demons and to heal the sick and to cast out leprosy. So. If you can't believe God for $10, if you can't believe God for a sandwich, for where your next meal is going to come from, then what are you going to do when you actually have to do something supernatural? Then you're not going to believe God to cast out a demon. I remember one time uh, uh, years ago, uh, we I was in a moment and we were some demons were coming out of this woman. And what are you going to do when you hear a man's voice coming out of a woman <laughs> saying that the, and the man's voice is going to kill you, right? I mean, so this is. This is supernatural. But if you can't believe God for 10 bucks, then you can't you. You will run away from that situation. Jesus was saying you can't take no money with you because I need you to learn how to trust God. Number two, if the disciples could not see God as their source for money, then they would never really believe God for the true power of God for the supernatural. Jesus was sending them out to cast out demons, sending them out to heal the sick, sending them out to lay hands on lepers. And if once again, if you cannot believe God for natural things, then you're not going to experience the supernatural. And Jesus wants us to get to the point where we know that God is our source. Say that. Say God is my source. You got to believe that God is your source for all things, natural and supernatural. Number three, when God sees you doing what he told you to do, totally trusting him in the process, trusting him for the resources, trusting him uh, that, that he's going to provide everything that he already established from the foundations of the world, then, then you get to the point where like, first of all, you'll be pleasing to God. Second of all, you will build up your faith to know that God is a more than capable source. And when you can trust God for natural things, now you're positioning yourself to really believe God for the supernatural, to really believe God for more important things. I'm gonna get that uh, to that here in a, in a couple of points. Number four, people stay. Look at me. People stay in frustration when God is not their only source of expectation. This is very important. People stay in frustration when God is not their only source of expectation. And I've been there before. It's frustrating when you're believing on God for something. You're believing God. You're believing God. You're believing God. But then you shift back and forth between believing God. And man, this is taking a long time. Maybe I should do this between believing God and man, this is taking a long time. Maybe I should try this. And so when you're vacillating between trusting God and natural things, when you're vacillating between really believing what God said, that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. But now you're kind of putting your trust and your confidence in someone else or in something else. When you're vacillating, then really what I've learned is that God will step back. God is like, OK, well, he's not trusting me. So let me just step back. David said this is uh Psalm 62 and five. I must calm down. I mean, while you you believing God all this stuff going on? This is what you got to do. David said, I must calm down and turn to God. He is my expectation and he is my only hope. When you believe in God and the pressure is on you, you know what you got to do? Calm down <laughs> Enter into to God's rest. Calm down. Turn to God remind yourself that he is your expectation and he should be your only hope if you vacillate between that and something else you're going to have a faith failure your faith will fail because you're not really in faith which leads me to number five faith is actually a binary equation it's either faith or it isn't you're either in faith or you are not so When you are in faith, your confidence is in God. Your expectation is of him. You believe what he said. You believe that he said it and you believe that he's going to perform it. You believe it's already done it within the halls of eternity and it hasn't manifested itself within the annals of time. And watch this. And when you really are in faith and you believe in God, that God is going to do what he said he's going to do, you do not have a plan B. There is no plan B with God. When you are in faith, you're not moved. Watch this by the lack of central evidence to support what you're believing so there's nothing down here in this world that you can say that you can point to to try to help you to support what you're believing and here further even more importantly and the, here's the hard part here's the hard part not only do you not have any central evidence to support what you're believing that god said here's the hard part then you have to believe god despite the fact that sometimes you have a whole lot of central evidence In the contrary so you have evidence in this world you may have a letter a phone call letter from the bank a letter from the school whatever you have evidence in this world a letter from the doctor that is contrary to what God said. So not only do you not have any evidence down here to support what God said, but you have a whole lot of evidence that is contrary to what God said, and you still have to believe God. Either you are in faith or you're not. And if you can't believe God for natural things, you're not gonna believe God for supernatural things. Number six, if you cannot pass the money test, then you will never be trusted with true power. In this world, money is considered riches. In God's kingdom, if you read Luke 16, Then money or riches from this world is the lowest form of riches. Uh, Luke talks about or Jesus talks about true riches said there's nothing wrong with those type of riches money. But there are true riches. And if you can't trust God for money, which is the lowest form of riches, you will never be entrusted with true riches. You will never experience the true power of God. Number seven. And finally, you cannot serve God and money can't happen. That's Matthew 6 and 24, Luke 16 and 13. If your trust is in money and not in God, then your plan and your life will fall apart. If your trust is in money and not in God, then your plan and your life will fall apart. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. We're setting the tone for the whole week. I want you to lift up your voice like a trumpet and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is tied to your word. Your word teaches me to make you my number one priority in every area of my life. This includes my finances. I believe everything I need has already been stored up for me. So my total trust, my hope and my confidence is in you, Father. You are my source for both natural and spiritual things. I don't trust in uncertain riches. I trust in my certain God. I enter this day convinced that I will accomplish everything I was born to accomplish. I will do all you have called me to do. Not by my power. Not by my strength. But only by your grace. Not by relying on my bank account. (laughs) But relying on you father. For your eternal supply. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Look on the right-hand side of the website. There's a big subscribe button. Please subscribe. Get the messages. It's going to be a blessing to you. Before, as you go now, before you leave the screen, I want you to do two things. Number one, make a determination right now. Resolve in your heart that you're going to trust God over trusting money and that you will never be moved by anything you see, that you're not going to allow what you see to change what you believe. And then number two, please share this message with someone that you know. So that they can establish the tone for the whole week as well. We're going to believe God. We're going to be believers. And we will change this world. The kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. As you head into every meeting, every conversation, and all the activity that you engage in today, I pray that you look up, that you trust God, and that you be used of him mightily. God bless you.